millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, William Tyrrell Twist, an AVO sought against his foster parents seven years after he disappeared, officers now looking for remains. Late night deal, the Victorian Premier agrees to changes to pandemic legislation. Queensland opening up, new border pass and home quarantine for interstate arrivals. And controversial technology, the police security system watching your every move. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. Police in New South Wales are taking out an apprehended violence order against William Tyrrell's foster parents on behalf of somebody who can't legally be named. William has been missing for more than seven years and detectives have made a devastating admission. They're looking for his remains in new searches on the mid-north coast. For seven years, thousands of leads have generated dozens of digs, but never like this. Cobb Co Road is barely more than a track south of Kendall. It meanders through a clearing adorned with a handful of properties and Strike Force Roseanne investigators are here in their hundreds for a very good reason. It's highly likely that we're, we, we, if we found something it would be a body. Um, we, we are looking for the remains of William Tyrrell, there's no doubt about that. The road is immediately south of 48 Benaroon Drive where a little boy vanished on September 12, 2014. Has William Tyrrell been lying in the ground here all this time, only a kilometre away? This activity is in response to evidence we've obtained in the course of the investigation. It's not speculative in any way. Over the next two to three weeks, three specific locations around Kendall will be targeted, areas that have been unsearched until now. The method will be different this time too. Excavators will be brought in to clear the land. Only recently, police went on record saying they do have a firm idea who was responsible for William Tyrrell's disappearance. But even if this dig doesn't find a body, police hope it will yield some significant clues as to their identity. We're hopeful that it'll take us a degree towards proving an offence or finding out what happened to William Tyrrell. Only a degree. No matter what the strike force finds here, the road ahead remains long, although shorter than it was. In Kendall, Robert Ovadia, 7 News. The Victorian government has struck a late-night agreement with three crossbenchers to amend a controversial pandemic bill. Health Minister Martin Foley announced seven amendments to the deal overnight, including an oversight committee to consider pandemic orders once they're made. Hundreds of protesters in Melbourne have spent another night outside Parliament House fighting against the proposed laws. 
An inquest into the COVID outbreak at a Melbourne nursing home has heard of the critical mistakes that led to the deadly outbreak. An eight-day delay in testing was identified after the first case at St Basil's Aged Care. The inquest also heard positive and negative residents were mingling. The suffering, the neglect that they experience, so I want the truth to be told. 50 residents at the nursing home died during last year's second wave. Queensland has relaxed its border restrictions for fully vaccinated interstate travellers. Visitors will be granted entry if they produce a negative test. Those arriving from hotspot areas will have to quarantine at home for two weeks. The new changes come into effect after the state reached 70% double-dose vaccinations. There are fears for remote Aboriginal communities in the Northern Territory, with two COVID cases recorded. The Catherine and Robinson River regions have been thrown into lockdown for 72 hours. Authorities have so far been unable to link the cases and will be enforcing stay-at-home orders, putting roadblocks in place and initiating a major vaccine drive. New dashcam video has been released showing the immediate aftermath of Victorian MP Tim Smith's drunken crash. Yep, straight into the fence. Oh, my God. Dude. After sustained pressure from his own party, Mr Smith has confirmed he will quit politics after being charged with drink driving. He will not contest the next election. 8,000 residents of Forbes in the central west of New South Wales remain on flood watch this morning, ready to evacuate. Recent heavy rain upstream has swollen the Lachlan River. It's expected to peak in the next 24 hours, reaching similar levels to those recorded five years ago when damaging floods swept through the town. Volunteers have spent days reinforcing homes with sandbags. A Perth family stranded in the Simpson Desert by flooded roads now faces another dangerous challenge with extreme heat forecast over the coming days. Ori and Lindsay Zavros were road tripping around Outback Australia with their two young children when they got bogged and trapped after torrential rain. Police have managed to airdrop supplies and a satellite phone to them. Temperatures are expected to hit the low 40s by Friday. Two people have escaped serious injury after a Ferrari smashed into a power pole in Sydney's inner west, trapping them inside. Two men, one in his 20s, the other in his 40s, were taken to hospital in a stable condition. The sports car, which cost roughly half a million dollars, was written off. The Deputy Prime Minister has slammed a group of climate activists blocking coal trains from entering the world's largest terminal, the port of Newcastle in the New South Wales Hunter Valley. They've already stopped $60 million of our exports. $60 million. And not only that, they've got the grain trains. They're backed up. Can't get it in. Can't get in. Because some lady wants to sit in a scaffold. 17 people have been arrested since the protest began 10 days ago. Parents are being encouraged to enrol their children in swimming lessons ahead of summer, with new research finding one in two youngsters is not learning to swim, with many forced out recently by COVID restrictions. Around half of all parents are not confident that their child could help themselves if they found themselves in a water emergency. We want to get people out there into swimming lessons, because if we don't, we're likely to end up with tragedy. Swim schools are currently holding special events for Swim Safer Week. 
It might sound paranoid, but we're now being watched much of the time. Not just watched, but recognised as part of a secret security network helping police to solve crime. And experts warn facial recognition comes with real risk. Tracking our every move. Secret surveillance designed to catch criminals. Everybody has a face that we can see. The network is already helping detectives. We've been able to um, provide the names of offenders to um, investigators, which has uh, resulted in convictions. But facial recognition comes with controversy. Human rights advocates questioning its ethics around privacy. It's just considered a very toxic technology. The hazards are just uh, too great. There are no laws in Australia. Australia to protect citizens from harmful surveillance. We know when it succeeds in detecting somebody who's in the facial recognition database. What we're not so good about is understanding when the technology fails. Issues like data protection or mistaken identity are the biggest concerns. All of these innocent people out there who may be, for instance, wrongly um, suspected of being a terrorist. Unlike older versions of the technology, this facial recognition doesn't look at age, gender or race. Instead, it studies hundreds of points on the face. If we think we have a potential candidate, then a full facial comparison is done. It's quite a rigorous exam that's conducted. You want to make sure that that technology is being used fairly and neutrally across different segments of the population. The price we pay in protecting our streets. Brittany Lane, 7 News. There's new hope for babies suffering from birth asphyxia. A study by the Hudson Institute and Monash University scientists found melatonin could significantly decrease the chance of brain damage. Severe oxygen shortage causes disability or death in around 50% of cases. Researchers say they're aiming to begin an international trial. Trouble is brewing for coffee lovers, with the price of a daily cup set to rise. Baristas are blaming the looming hike on the soaring cost of imported beans. A morning hit of caffeine. That's about to hit the hip pocket. We haven't seen prices this high for probably 10 years. Coffee lovers are being warned to brace for a price hike as drought and frost in Brazil impacts supply from the world's largest producer of beans. Frost is pretty much the worst thing that can happen. Cafes and wholesalers have so far been absorbing the extra costs, but that's expected to change. Combined with general COVID issues and shipping issues, to mean that coffee is going to get more expensive. A latte here is still much cheaper than other countries. A cup of coffee costs almost $9 in Denmark, the most expensive in the world, closely followed by Switzerland and Finland. Australia ranks 52nd with the average cup $4.50. It's just $2.59 for a cup in Turkey. It's not just the cost of coffee that's on the rise. Hospitality staff shortages also had some businesses putting up their food and menu prices, some even forced to close because of lack of workers. We certainly do expect that we will see uh, menu prices continue to increase, likely 10 to 20 percent. Liquid gold, soon to cost even more. Tegan Dolling, 7 News. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones is slightly down this morning. The Nasdaq is also lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng is up. The All Lords finished the day stronger, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,865 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 80 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 73.53 US cents, 83.77 Japanese yen, and a dollar. $1.4 New Zealand. 
A former senior advisor to Donald Trump has surrendered to the FBI to face contempt charges for refusing to give evidence about the Capitol riot. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Steve Bannon will face court later today. Morning, Jody. Yes, he will, though it's expected he'll do so via video link. Never mind the fact that Stephen K. Bannon decided to hand himself in this morning by going to the FBI offices in Washington, D.C., where he spoke briefly to media, telling them that they needed uh, to focus on the job of overturning the Biden administration, not on the fuss enveloping him. The fuss is about the fact that he has refused to give evidence to the, to the committee in Congress investigating the January 6th riots. They're interested in talking to Bannon because the night before the riots, he uh, went on a podcast and said that all hell would break loose the following day. The committee concluding that he has inside knowledge on preparations for the day that might ultimately lead to the president because Donald Trump's people were organising events that, uh, uh, that evening in the Willard Hotel nearby. So a great deal of interest to question Steve Bannon. He's refused. Others also in the Trump team, including former Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, are refusing to give evidence. He too might well go through the process Stephen Bannon is now facing. Jody. OK, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. The UK's terror threat level has been raised to severe following a blast outside a hospital in Liverpool. A taxi exploded and was engulfed in flames, killing the passenger who was holding the device. The cabbie managed to lock the suspect inside the vehicle before escaping. It does look as though uh, the taxi driver in question did behave uh, with incredible presence of mind and, and, and bravery. Four men have been arrested under the UK's Terrorism Act. A nine-year-old boy has become the tenth person to die after a crowd crush at a Texas music festival. Ezra Blount fell off his father's shoulders during the surge at Astroworld, suffering critical injuries. The boy died in hospital after spending several days on life support. At least 80 civil lawsuits have been filed in connection with the deadly stampede. US President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping will hold a virtual summit later today. It's the third meeting between the leaders in recent times. On the agenda, cybersecurity, trade and nuclear non-proliferation. The summit comes as tensions deepen between the US and China with growing concerns over a military confrontation over Taiwan. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. The Australian cricket team will touch down in Brisbane later this morning following their sensational T20 World Cup win. The Aussie cricketers are on a charter flight with England's Ashes contingent after a big night of celebrations following their stunning win over New Zealand in the final. Much of the squad will head into quarantine for the Ashes. The first test is at the Gabba on December 8, live on 7. Usman Khawaja and Manus Labashain both failed to fire in their last one-day cup game before joining the Ashes bubble. They were out for 5 and 20 respectively in Queensland's 70-run loss to Western Australia. Jimmy Pearson was fine after a fierce Cameron Green bouncer blew his helmet off. Earlier, Green smashed five sixes in his 71 as WA reached a huge three for 361. Another AFL player's future is in doubt over his vax hesitancy. Former Blue Levi Casbolt has delayed having his COVID vaccinations despite an expected move to the Gold Coast in the coming weeks. Casbolt is reportedly waiting for the Novavax vaccine, which is not yet available in Australia. The 31-year-old would need to be fully vaccinated by February 18 to be able to play in Queensland. Casbolt is the ex-teammate of Liam Jones, who retired due to his refusal to get the jab. Unvaccinated players are set to be allowed to play by the NRL. The competition is set to work with the small group of 15 players who haven't received their jabs in the belief the potential risks are low. But the stance could hit a roadblock with both Victoria and Queensland requiring players to be fully vaccinated to be allowed to play in those states. The NRL has refused to follow the AFL's lead and introduce a vaccine mandate. World number one Novak Djokovic's quest for a record equaling sixth ATP finals crown began in comfortable fashion. It's a nice way to seal it after a complicated opening set. The 20-time Grand Slam champion beat Norwegian Kasper Ruud in straight sets in their opener. Djokovic also received a hefty piece of silverware for finishing the year ranked world number one for a seventh time, breaking Pete Sampras's record. A huge humpback on the hunt for a mate has met some resistance from a whale pod southeast of Brisbane. He was going from pot to pot and creating a little bit of uh, tension amongst those pots, basically chasing females. A mother and calf were protected by other members of the group. The footage was captured by scientists who placed the camera on the back of one of the mammals. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a high over western Victoria is bringing settled weather to the southeast of the country. A trough in Queensland will drive some thundery showers. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 30 degrees. Sunny and 21 in Sydney. Canberra sunny heading for 17. A morning shower in Melbourne, 16. A shower in Hobart, 14 the top. Cloudy and 19 in Adelaide. Cloudy and 25 degrees in Perth. And sunny and 37 in in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday, the 16th of November 2021.